1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC. I just hope he's doing it tomorrow. Hello and welcome to CHGO Red Stars podcast brought to you by PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with CHGO to get your... First two bets risk free up to $2,000. We're back in the studio. We're back in the studio, <laughs> y'all. We made it. It's been a while. We uh, shouldn't have left you. Thought a dope beat step two. True. It's your girl Sandra ready to chat all things Chicago Restars. My friend, homie, and colleague Claire Watkins, aka the Scam Originator. We're back in studio. True. We've been doing these remote. Yeah. Uh, we were getting in the last days of summertime shy. Yeah. And it was like, hey, we're gonna have to do these remote for a little while. Also, the Red Stars were on the road, so we were like, we too. Yeah, we too were like, should kind be of on, on the road. road. Yeah. So this is like a homecoming for everybody. Um, and it's a uh, it's 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 good stuff. Good yeah. Good energy. The Red Stars had a couple of games um, that we have to chat about. I believe the last time we did this, we did a, a dual preview, so True. we're gonna do a bit of a dual recap. Yep. For everybody, and. Um, yeah, I'm just a uh, psyched to be able to do this in person. I was just tell- I, I had texted Claire earlier and I was like, I miss you, dude. I'm like really excited to see you in studio. Today. I know
0: when, our, our weekly our weekly little Friday chats, we get to hang out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting. It's also just good. I mean, this is it's good vibes, right? They last time we we did an episode, we were like, we're not sure. We're not sure what's going to happen yeah. this week. Right. We're like, oh, well, rain is tough. Lumen Field is tough. Going on the road is tough. Short rest against Kansas City. Kansas City's been playing really
1: well, and uh, they did okay, right? You know what? Chicago Red Stars are undefeated in three. That's right. And uh, two of those were dubs. So it's like, you know what? I think at this point in the season, you got to take them where you can get them. And uh, I, I think towards the end of that episode, we were like, you know what? It's it's the final month slash like weeks of the regular season, and we just need to do our best to try to like help. Manifest, mm-hmm. very good Chicago Red Stars things, And I was just like, you know what? We're just going to come back and talk about all kinds of like good stuff. And hopefully we're going to talk about um, a dove and we're going to get to talk about one of them, but we got to talk about that, that first one. Yeah. So they had this final game of, um I don't give them a long, of a long road trip. So they had four games on the road, pretty mm-hmm. much no August home matches right. for the most part. Uh, they closed it out on the road against all rain. It was their first time facing off against the rain at mm-hmm. their new home facility, which is Lumenfield, yep. NFL, primarily an NFL facility mm-hmm. for Seattle uh, Seahawks and then MLS for the Sounders. Uh, so I was a little curious as to, you know, how the Red Sox were going to fare there. It's a pretty big, big field, but um, I don't know. I think we were like a little bit, like we weren't really making a pick where we we're like, yeah, like the Sox are going to take this. I think we were, I, don't, I think it's safe to say that we were both like, you know, what if they get a result, like, that's decent if they come on. And they ended up doing that.
0: No bad points on the road in the end of USL. Like, they're, it's just true. It sounds fake, but it really is true. There's yeah. no bad points on the road in the end of certainly against a team like O'Reign. Um, You know, we say this sometimes, but, uh, you know, sometimes these results say as much about the Red Stars as they do about the other team that they were playing. And as everybody saw... This was as much about, OL rain not being able to close out a win than it was about Chicago hanging tough. Though, I mean, credit to Chicago, right? They did hang tough. Alyssa Nair had a very good game. Um, And and they got a couple lucky bounces. And they got maybe – I think this is so funny, too, because with, like, the handball call, um, the handball rules change, like, yearly and I think that that call maybe would have been correct last year I'm not sure it's correct this year Yeah, it's like it was a correct handball call but maybe not in 2022 (laughs) and so you know what season
1: is this yeah what What? hey
0: relatable um (laughs) but but yeah I mean I think that one they got a couple lucky bounces but you do get that sometimes and credit yeah. to the team for like sticking with it despite i mean if we want to throw up that, that xg map even just right away to show people yeah let's um, get into it honestly. yeah shout out ariel always putting these up it's really I great to have it. these like big old look gap. at that first at half
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> woo Ooh. yeah love a graph yeah love a graph yeah again shout out to ariel for these uh, and just you just look i'm not going to lie Watching this game and the way it got started, I said, oh, no. You i know, did. i did they got an oh no out of me in you know that this game that, that line reading from devil wears
0: prado where meryl streep is like why is nobody ready <laughs> that was me watching the red stars in the first half of this game
1: well, you know what we um look full disclosure here we're all about the transparency we were absolutely we were kind of texting through it a little yeah, bit. yeah we were we were definitely like each other's emotional support chicago Ooh, red stars yeah watcher yeah and we definitely were like tuning in you know every once in a while checking in on the other but um Yeah, I I did feel some type of way when uh, Haidema got that one through. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Like, is this going to be a thing for Chicago just on the stretch? Like, there's these moments where Chicago concedes these types of goals. And I'm talking about these types of goals where it's just enough of those, like, very narrow defensive error margin yep. where it just, it's enough for the other team to, to to sneak it through. Well,
0: there was that element. And I do think it's interesting that like that first goal was scored centrally because they yep. were getting killed on the wings. Oh, and man. I think credit to the adjustments, right? They absolutely made some important adjustments in the second half. They also, we have to look at this holistically. They rested Bianca, and George and Mal Pugh for the first half of this game um, paid off big dividends in the week in the midweek game. So like, you know, playing chess, not checkers, but mm. um, the wingers were not ready for, no. for that OL Reign team. Uh, Megan Rapinoe no. got in isolation against Amanda Kowalski over and over and over again. And I'm just like, don't do that to the rookie, like, help her. <laughs> yeah, um, we were not <laughs> seeing tracking back as much as we probably needed to from the wing backs, And then, um, and, and so they kind of got hung out to dry. Duerto was yeah. very effective on the other end. Yeah. But again, this is like a little bit about, about Seattle, couldn't punch it in more than once, and yeah. as we know, you know, if you stay ready, you don't got to be ready, and That's end of that Steven first half. Boy. Yeah, she <laughs> she kept moving, and nobody else did. So yeah,
1: <laughs> it's weird yeah. about weird thing about movement. In a soccer game, yeah. Uh, here it's here it's pretty pretty helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, maybe I brought this up a, a couple of moments in our episodes throughout this season, but looking at the timing of things mm-hmm. sometimes in which they occur for the Chicago Red Stars and like Ella Stevens getting this equalizer in the forty fifth minute stoppage time mm-hmm. going into that uh, halftime, immense like it yeah. just was cuz it was really starting to feel yeah a certain type of way yeah um, it
0: was we had a couple of those this weekend in NWSL where just sort of like a slight error by a goalkeeper yeah. kind of shocked everybody and so everybody just kind of froze Um, but Ella Stevens didn't she was like the one person who didn't she kept moving I I mean like I think like Nikki Stanton had a moment on the ball that like wasn't amazing Hill also stops Hill is also in that in the box and she's um, she's not moving but Ella Stevens and then they go in tied and I do think immediately you're like okay they survived soccer is a funny game sometimes yes and this is this is how you steal a point,
1: yeah, and it's like there's a lot of um w- with twelve teams in in a league, and this could probably echo similarly for other certain leagues mm-hmm. uh, across the globe, but there's a lot of uh a lot of good goalkeepers out there true in the world, and like there's it, there's like games like this where it's like they just look kind of human like mm-hmm. we saw like you know listen got one on put on her fairly early in this match and then mm-hmm. tell joyce who's been having a really good bit of a breakout i think for yeah for, for sure. her in the rain um you know unable to come to 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 make a make a save on this one uh for for stevens and you, and you see both you know uh Tullis joyce and and huerta quite mm-hmm. frankly who yeah. was there in yeah in, that's true. In support both kind of, like, take a seat. Yeah. And they were just like, well, the, neither of us are getting that. Yep. And that was, and that was, that was part it. of what was delightful of it for yeah. me. I was like, love that. Yeah. For Ella Stevens, personally. And you can also see, again, just
0: the psychology of it. You saw how disappointed the rain were oh, yeah. in that sequence. How disappointed were, to, like, demonstrably oh, yes. just, like, disappointed that that happened. And so you do go in with the momentum at halftime suddenly, because it's yeah. like, instead of the rain coming out and dropping, like, three on you in the first half, they only got one, and then you come back and you kind of sneak one. Yeah. And you go, yeah, this is the kind of game it's going to be." And then, yeah, in the second half, it was much better. They yeah. made adjustments to pull the wing bags back a little bit more. Rachel Hill came back to help Kowalski, which was good. And also, yeah. you know, Megan Rapino, I think, got a little bit more tired as the game went on, which is understandable. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, chicago that that handball was what it was, but it's not for lack. It was not for lack of, like Chicago pressuring. Mm-hmm. I felt.
1: No, I would agree with that yeah. i think they I think during the second half, they did better at picking and choosing those moments and um I think that was one of those, I think again that was one of those moments. I think it was an important point to to note that somebody like rapino who's um you know coming off like they were coming off of those international games, windows yeah. and then just sort of like getting the minutes back under her belt right after having the August that she had and then sort of seeing that carry on into the second half maybe kind of level things out a little bit um at least on on that side of the pitch but I mean listen man how often are we gonna get Danny Colerico converting a gay? so yeah. I'm like hell yeah son like yeah. uh loved it again loved that for Ella Stevens and Loved that for uh, Danny Colaprico because in the preview we were talking about it. Sky had just got bounced from the playoffs. I know. Danny Colaprico was clearly invested in the Chicago <laughs> Sky this season. Yeah, she had to do it for him. Uh, and she had to put it on she yeah. had to put it on I had to do it for him. I loved that.
0: You know what's interesting too is I had this thought when I was writing piece for this week about about Pew, which it's so funny to me that uh, that Pew has increasingly i mean as we've seen over the last three games her dead ball delivery has been very very good like she's got she's got three assists i don't should maybe have i've uh, she influenced that first goal in the kansas city game but um it's it's kind of funny to me that she's so good on those dead ball situations now except for pks
1: you know what i don't know if (laughs) i don't know if there's a better like dead ball player right now like and i mean like someone who can win those scenarios right a team and someone who could deliver on the other side of things but like you said it's like that PK component the PK like, component for whatever like, reason Hold on a second for yeah whatever reason that one's not there yeah um but I mean that was something interesting that we had noted kind of coming out of this game after chatting a bit post-game um sort of seeing how again coaching matchups are also of equal importance yeah in this the league and we yeah. saw Harvey and Petroselli uh, go at it once more and Petricelli saying he was a little surprised that some of their national team uh, yeah. members got the A to starts and B went as long as they did because the clear plan for Chicago yeah. was to bring on Pew and St. George's in the second half to kind of chase after the game. Mm-hmm. And at one point it gave them obviously the lead with, with the force um, with the call and then, and then the PK conversion. Um, and it really kind of put Seattle on the ropes for a little bit before you had an amazing player. Yeah, just a, and just, a just be like, banger. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, and had an she had a yep. ridiculous screamer right. Yep, for the equalizer. Um, so it, the game plan was working well, to I, their credit for a certain part.
0: Yeah, and I also think that like if you're if you drop if you're in a winning position and you drop two points based on that kind of a goal, I think it's it, you know it's you just sort yeah. of have to, you know, take your hat off and just be like, "Well, that was an incredible goal." Um, but I think that they should feel good and I think they did feel good about even putting the rain in that position that they needed a goal like that to even get a point out of this game when at the beginning of the game it seemed like this was going to be like an easy three points for for the rain and we've seen I mean we've seen Chicago they had a couple games in the middle of the season where they let it get out of hand, right? Like, they had the Houston game that went got out of hand. They had the yes. North Carolina game that got out of hand. Um, yes. We've also seen them have the ability to do this. Like, I'm thinking, like, the 2-2 draw in Kansas yeah. City. or the Collect two-two yourself. Yeah, or the 2-2 yeah. draw against Portland um, at the beginning of the season. Like, I think that when their minds are in the right place, they absolutely can kind of game their way through a match like this one. Um, and I do genuinely believe it carried that momentum into Wednesday. I think yeah. if they get beat two nothing or two one in Seattle, I think that Wednesday does not go the way that it went.
1: Yeah, I would disagree. I think that was one of the, that, that was one of the things that you know obviously we brought brought up and talking about that massive dub over Louisville and kind of trying to check expectations. Being yeah. Like, hey, like right. it's it's great to. It's great to get a grand slam <laughs> against, uh, you know, yeah. a, a team. But this this is Racing Louisville, who are obviously, like, on their way to being eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah. Like, they're clearly in a certain phase of their season. And we were like, what are you going to look like back-to-back? Yeah. Quick turnarounds against, like, upper half table teams. Yes. Yeah. And I'm with you. I think, uh, you know, making sure that they got a result on the road against the rain was huge for them going into that game against – kansas city just with the scenarios going into that game specifically you know number five and number six at the time a point separating the two of these types of teams like what what was it going to look out coming out of this game and it turns out didn't really shift too much for either team uh at the time but um it was it was just good to see chicago just sort of i guess kind of go in there with a game plan and, and execute it a little bit yeah um I think that just want to continue to see that moving forward in the remaining games of the regular season. I don't, I I think if, if I, if there was at any point in in the game, even with the younger players who are involved in this roster, Mm -hmm. who may have, looked a little, like, lost or confused, or, like, in their body language. Like, I would have had concerns, but we're not seeing that at this point in the season.
0: Well, yeah, and I think we have to look at that balance as well because they've made some very slight changes to the lineup, and it probably doesn't help that that Lubert's been dealing with a, a knee-ish, ankle issue, yeah. A, a ankle issue, yeah. yeah. Um, but I – I like. I thought you know, Jill Aguilera hung tough for that that forty five that she had to had to battle against Huerta, which is like not an easy thing to do. Um, That's two games now. Yeah. She did really well against Huerta. Yeah, and then I also think that you know, is it is it like a huge change? No, but they have switched who they're having play the target nine. They're having Ellis Stevens do it now, and Petroselli yeah. very specifically said that Stevens earned that in training, and I think you saw in both games why you know i think we've talked about this about how cook's strengths ava cook's strengths are different than ella stevens's strengths stevens is she like does so many things well while not being a target night yeah <laughs> um she's a roamer man she yeah she's she's, she's a like a playmaker in that position yeah. and so um she it, again, like the heads up play to be able to get the equalizer at the end of the first half, she does so much work for Pew's two goals against Kansas City. Stevens is essential to both of those goals, and um, you see how she hopefully is feeling a little bit more empowered to mm-hmm. like play her style of game, yeah. And I think that that is also having an effect because we did see this is super normal too for rookie seasons, you maybe start off strong and then. Maybe your role gets a little bit less clear or other teams start scouting you and doing a better job of neutralizing you. But we've seen Cook recede a little bit in her effectiveness. And I think that that, you know, not that I don't think Cook is going to play an integral role in the next couple of weeks, but I liked what we saw from Ellis Stevens in, in both of these games.
1: Yeah, I, I would say, like, they close out this game with a, with a point on the road, yeah. right? So they go from having that... That uh, 4-0 shutout against Louisville, go up against the rain, get a point. They got four points in in, in the bag coming back home Mm -hmm. to Geek. You know, I I wonder, like, you look at this team and you say, like, hey, that's a team I would bet on right now going into this game against first place Kansas City, perhaps. I believe so. You know, and if you're the betting kind, again, this is your reminder, download... The points bet app today and sign up with code CHCO to get your first two bets risk free up to $2,000. Okay, go ahead and download that right now if you can. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, what's up? Call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling referral services. But if if not, I think maybe the rest of our team that you put a little money on. Yeah. If that's something that you're into, just. just just saying. Um, I, I would understand if people had apprehensions, though, mm. for doing that because it was a quick turnaround I mean, maybe not as fast, though, as some other things. Like going Friday to a Wednesday is a little bit different than going like Saturday, Sunday to Wednesday.
0: Kansas City had a little bit of a disadvantage. They're not the only team this season that's yeah. had that issue. Um, but, yeah, they had. They were on the road to New Jersey on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Also, on the, I think they just flew straight from New Jersey to Chicago.
1: Yeah, just yeah. a little bit different energy. Yeah depending on the day that you were had the quick turnaround on. But uh, I think going up against Kansas City, after being undefeated in two games, mm-hmm. at this point, with their record, the scenario going into this game is you're, you're going up against first place. You're yeah. going up against first place Kansas City current. Yeah. And I think I think we were both a little curious as to how the team was going to look depending on that result against Old Rainy. Obviously, we saw 45 minutes from Pew, we mm-hmm. saw 45 minutes from Bianca St. George's, and so I think the assumption there was like, okay, well they'll get they'll get a start. They'll get starts against first place Kansas City. And I think for Matt Potter and the current, maybe like a little bit of different energy. We saw Cassie Miller in that over. Yeah, they were Andy having French. to
0: rotate for sure. Um, yeah. Definitely
1: trying to like look at their week ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just sort of mapping things out the best way they can. But I got to say, I do not for a second <laughs> believed that this was going to be another Grand Slam. For the Red Stars, I thought it was going to be a, a good game. Maybe it would yeah. be a little midweeky for right. both teams. That like maybe legs would get them towards the the end of the game. And, sure. And maybe we get something that the Red Stars did win. Maybe it'd be something like a two one. Mm. No man, grand slam shutout.
0: Yeah, I mean the NWSL has been weird in that regard this season. I was talking to somebody else about this about how when we talk about like the parity in the league. um, with how close things are at the top of the table, which they still are, right. We've got like eight points between one and six. Um, but it's not this season necessarily been like every game is close. It's been more like some days it feels like teams don't totally show up. I mean, I'm, I'm not blaming Kansas city on this. Like we've seen like Louisville struggle with this. We've seen Chicago. Chicago's had a couple blowouts, not go their way. Um, we you know we've seen portland dropping like huge score lines on teams um, and i it's it's interesting for me to be like yes points wise we're seeing a lot of, of parity but that means that like chicago we talked about this a couple weeks ago they had a 4-0 loss and then a 4-0 win like back to back and that is not necessarily super usual for nwsl so um, this was just kansas city's turn it felt like <laughs> you know
1: maybe there was a little bit of that yeah. honestly i mean Quick start, yeah, that (laughs) helps too. Yeah, to the game, like I just like you know going going there, got to watch this game live and take it in live and watching Kansas City line up against Chicago Mm -hmm. at kickoff, it it was it was similar um, to I think what we'd seen earlier and again they had they had overloaded I mean this is literally in the center circle like they had overloaded the left like I saw yeah. Kaiser and Hamilton Labonta and May like they all had come to like the the left side of, of the pitch and, and looking to maybe kind of start attacking that way early um and I think you you saw that I mean we we heard Petroselli, Hill Malazzo talk post game about that like actually they presented some challenges for yeah. us we we got pinned in a bit a little bit but that even within the lessons of that, Malazzo's specifically speaking to that, saying how, like, the ability to, for us to kind of embrace that challenge and still kind of keep the score up on them throughout the game was was big for them um, during during this match. But I liked that the goals that came out of this game were combination of, again, dead ball scenarios, mm-hmm. uh, P.U. providing ridiculous service on some of these corners, yeah. and these... Which is outstanding individual moments of brilliance that we see from from Pew. Yeah, um, and like I I liked that a lot. I like that that was how these goals came about.
0: Well, I don't party. I don't think you can get more like high transition than that first I mean, Pew goal. Like that was high octane.
1: Yeah, truly. <laughs> like,
0: I mean, yeah. Let's yes. take a look at this. So look at it. The child. hilarious thing, the thing that I love about this is the the chance that Pew actually scores. And yep. her first goal of the match was a high XG <laughs> chance. But, like, this doesn't tell the story of the 90-yard sprint no. from, like, basically just outside her own 18 all the way to in front of – like, that's the kind of stuff you see in youth soccer. Like, that was, like – and we've talked about this before. Pew can do that. Pew can make a professional soccer game look like a youth soccer game where, like, <laughs> one kid is just, like, Dude. on another level
1: watching it happen in real time, literally like having a moment where your face is heading like towards the North end. Yeah. And then your neck is all of a sudden, very slowly <laughs> turning
0: on a swivel, the South end. Yeah.
1: And I was like, my goodness, I didn't haven't had one. I honestly, I was like, I can't remember the last time I had one of these moments Yeah, at a Red Stars game. And I think it might've been during the Sam Kerr area mm. where it's like last time we might've seen some, some stuff like that. I mean, just, uh, yeah, just, the uh, the moments of, a flair and excellence. I love a self-aware forward. Like, just yep. understanding that it's like, hey, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to get on this ball, and I'm going to do what I do with this ball.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, it's an incredible individual effort by people. Like, that was ridiculous. Two two nutmegs, first yeah. of all. Yep. Rounding the keeper to tap it in. Like, that is exceptional. That is a game slowing down for a oh, yeah. player in a way that you just don't always get to see. Um, it, so impressive. They they didn't catch it on the stream in real time. They did on the other angle replay of her anticipating Kristen Edmonds' pressure yes. as that ball was cleared by Zoe Morse. And so, I mean, she doesn't know exactly where Edmonds is. It's a slightly lucky just in that, like, I think that was a blind nutmeg. I think it was just a quick turn. And then once she gets moving – also, nutmegs Elizabeth Ball, Ugh. and and it that's just you again. You just don't see that a lot. And I wrote about this again. So Pew, I think some people notice, and it's like Sandra said, some people notice that she calls she calls her own number a lot, right? Oh yeah. But there is a reason for that, and also this goal. Was n- it was a lone goal, but it also wasn't because what we have seen in the past with Chicago is Pew will will go like that, and the Red Stars, the rest of the Red Stars, will watch her do that. They will be like, "Wow, <laughs> there she goes," <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's when she gets into trouble when she truly has no other outlet or yeah. there's no other player that defenses have to worry about. That's not what happened this time. Ellis Stevens yeah. stayed with Pew. And not only stayed on side, there was a defender switch and she stayed on side the whole time. And she provided an outlet all the way into goal the whole time, which forced Miller to think for a split second oh, yeah. before rushing towards Pew of, is she going to pass or is she going to shoot? And that changes things. Oh, yeah. And so I think that, yes, is it like the Mallory Pugh show? Absolutely. But you have, there are very specific ways of supporting that from the rest of the team that allowed that. Goal to happen because when Pugh gets into trouble is a little bit closer to like what we saw from her second goal, but she got the ball off, which is yeah. that she's driving towards the box and nobody's going with her, and that's when it gets I think frustrating for
1: yeah. For her. I honestly, I mean, I think maybe that's shit. I, that's when I, that gets frustrating for us. I think yeah, right. you know, I think that's maybe something that we wanted to see in you know Mal two point in the second season with right. the Red Stars. And I don't know if we've necessarily got that answer. And the answer to the question, is just like, who are the collaborators? Yeah, right. You know, with for, for Malpew and with Malpew. And, uh, you know, we just, it's it's kind of been like collaborator by committee. Yeah. Quite frankly. And that's just how the Red Stars have operated under this new era with, with Malpew over the, the two seasons that they've had with her. Um, which is, I think, you know, why when we see, like, her doing some cool things with, with, with BSG or the very rare moments that we've seen with with Yuki or, or DiBernardo, like, just getting excited about those things yeah. because of what that could lead to, the creation, the collaboration, and having, like you said, those, those extra outlets. Yep. But, I mean, just, to, like, looking at some of these goal-scoring moments for the Red Stars to, like, see this game that Pew had and – that she could have had not just one, but really two assists. Yeah. Quite frankly, this yeah. opening goal against uh, Kansas City off of this uh, corner kick, uh, not credited with the assist. I believe it took a, a touch off of somebody else before Milazzo actually got a body part on it, which is It did. It why, went off a defender, which is why she yeah, wasn't which is why didn't I, get the assist. She yeah, wasn't yeah. Uh, credited with that assist. But again, this is what we're talking about, where I'm just kind of like, man, like, I don't, I don't, I, if, if, there's another player out there that has become a killer on dead ball scenarios. Like I would love to have a conversation about that because for me, it's like, if there's a top three, I think Malpuh might be number one right now. Yeah. Like whether it's providing service into the box or winning penalties or, you know, just, just doing what you continue to do. Shout out to Thomas. Um, We didn't complain about the Sam Kerr show. So, some other residents had the score and said, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, why not? So when, when
0: Malpew's like moving with the ball, when, when you saw that, uh, saw that first, that first run, did you say to yourself, wow, it's game time?
1: I did actually, as a yeah. matter of fact, I, I got a little like, yeah. you know, I got a little bit like, Hey man, where's the, where's the like arena music yeah. for that? Where's, yeah. Where's that? Like, where's the, Hey, yeah, you know, you know, I'm like, give me that energy.
0: What's also game time. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. You won't find a better deal this season on, I guess it's fall, right? So we've got, like, bears and bulls. Everything's happening. And... I mean, we'll see how there's, long baseball lasts. but
1: <laughs> There's another Red Stars. Yeah. There's a, couple, there's a Stars couple more Red Stars play.
0: games. Guarantees lowest price created by the fans for the fans. If you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets. Do the link in the description, the YouTube description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events.
1: Love it. Yeah.
0: Um. So second half of this game got a little bit wacky. <laughs> Adjustments. Yeah. Some adjustments were made. Adjustments were made. Um, Yeah, I think that's also good, though, too. Like, we've seen – like, again, we talked about uh, games getting out of hand a little bit yeah. in, in Chicago season. And I do like – I mean, we went through this whole stretch where we were really concerned about goal scoring, right? Oh, yeah. And um, – To be able to actually pile it on, you know, four goals against Louisville, two goals against O.L. Reign, four goals against Kansas City. That's a marked difference. They've now got a plus eight goal differential, which they were back at zero, I think, after the North Carolina loss. So that's huge. And I liked that they continued to find ways to score um, because I think that's going to be really important if they do make playoffs. That keeps you in a game.
1: Keeps you in a game, but I I I just can't emphasize enough how, like in this, not even again it's not even like a final month of games like we're down to like weeks Mm -hmm. and multi game weeks. Quite frankly, because it's like the red like we saw the red stars. It's not just them. Mm -hmm. There are multiple teams right now down this stretch of the season that have match uh you know match heavy weeks. Mm -hmm. So I just am like. I, I like, I'm like, no one here is trying to get ahead of themselves on, on the Red Stars and, and playoffs right now, especially not at CSGO mm-hmm. or you or I. But I cannot emphasize this very small run that they're on right now, mm-hmm. this three game undefeated streak, mm-hmm. and the trio of teams in which they faced. How good that feels. Yeah.
0: And, and again, specifically, kind of what we were talking about with, with Pew and dead ball situations, it's really good that they're scoring on
1: set pieces. That's huge. You don't, I mean, for a really long time, NWSL in general, like, there's not a ton of teams that could say, like, hey, this is an X factor for us. Yeah. And this is something that we're good at and can execute well. And I think at this point of the season, um, the Red Stars are, like, the main team within that conversation. Yeah. I think for a little while there, people were, like, talking about racing for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think it was just you know, you're very impressed when a rookie is able to do that at yeah, this level. Like, right. of course, you're going to talk about that in somebody yeah. like Savannah DeMello. But I think in terms of consistency and in terms of ability, longevity, and, like, where a team is now going, it's Malphew and the Red Stars. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good.
0: Um, and it's going to be now interesting to see what happens, I think, this weekend because – Houston is also actually a good, very good team on set pieces much, yeah. much of the time. Maria Sanchez is very good uh, yeah. in a dead ball. We've seen her do some pretty cool stuff um, this year in that regard. And we saw the point swing after the midweek. It was a very important midweek win, right? Because yeah. Angel City lost. That yeah. was also an important result, which put Chicago four points clear yeah. of Angel City. Now, Angel City does still have a game in hand, but you're four points clear. So you have now cleared at this point. The three oh, yeah. a three point swing should they win that game in hand. Yeah. Angel City now has a very tough match oh, <laughs> against San gosh. Diego. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I think San Diego has probably been stewing over their last week's result for like a full week, and they're well, just like ready. The sh- yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's
1: important that you note that going yeah. like as we start to preview this game a little yeah. bit against Houston is with the midweek match. Like it shifted it clearly shifted things mm-hmm. in the standings in general, but for Chicago. Specifically and maybe like thinking like, oh, going from like fit like sixth to fifth is like not a ginormous leap. Right. But in terms of the points that are separating these teams right now, not just one through six, but one through eight. Yeah. Quite frankly, is North messed. Carolina, watch out, they're coming. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know who they're gonna bump, man. Yeah. North Woo. Carolina is gunning for somebody yep. in the upper half of the table. They still
0: got a lot of points to make up, but I think they could do it.
1: I I look, yeah. I think. I think looking ahead to this game a little bit, mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of these games throughout NWSL yep. where the narrative, the storyline or whatever around them is like, oh, is this a playoff preview? Right. Is this a playoff preview? Is this a couple <laughs> teams that we might see in the playoffs, right. et cetera? And I'm like, that's fine. Let's love it. Let's hype it up. It's yeah. NWSL. Yeah. But there's a number of those. So it's like you could say that about Chicago when they went up against the the rain. You could say that about Chicago as they went up about Kansas City. You could say that about North Carolina and Angel City as they went head-to-head midweek as well. We're saying that again this week looking at Chicago getting ready to host Houston. Or Angel City facing off against uh, San Diego. Or Kansas City having to uh, play portland thorns now after this like ever, like you're seeing that within each respective game i think kind of moving forward as some of these teams start going head to head especially if you're seated one through it's a
0: good schedule for the like end of the season like it worked out that there's a number of these teams like a lot of i mean crucial games no matter what right because these the the points are are so close but we're getting some really good really good matchups here at the end of the season But, like, the goal, I'm sure, for Chicago is to have that final game against Angel City be meaningless.
1: Or or for, like, positioning. Like, I I, I think that,
0: like, that's the dream.
1: So let me ask you this then. Yeah. If the goal or the dream is to have that Angel City game be meaningless. Yes. Is this game coming up against Houston Dash a must-win or a must-result? I think
0: every game – okay, so let's 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 like game this out, right? And I know that the team doesn't do this. They take it one game at a time. Salute to that. Okay, but that's for us – Our them. job is to talk
1: about this. Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they've got Houston, Portland, and Angel City left, right? Yeah. Portland is looking very good right now. They looked yeah. much, much, much better coming out of the international break. I think that they want the shield – They've also yep. always been a pretty good group at staying focused themselves. I like what Portland is doing on the field. They just got Crystal Dunn back. That's going to be a huge boost for mm-hmm. them. Good vibes in Portland on the field, right? Um, so that's the tough. That's the tough one, and it's in Portland. So yeah, that's the hard one, I think. Um, so yeah, I think this Houston game. I mean, Houston's very good on the road. That's kind of like the joke of the season is that they're better on the road than they are at home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for some reason, like they make everybody else's stadium their stadium, but. I do think that, and I think that it's also when we talk about, like, teams you want to compete with, and again, not what they would say, but maybe what we would say is, like, maybe Portland isn't that team. Maybe Portland is a team where you really, truly are an underdog going up against them. Houston, I think Chicago would like to have, like, a pretty evenly matched game and and come out on top. Now, the bigger question is just, you know, Houston's on full rest. Chicago's not – uh, Chicago's playmakers played a lot in this Wednesday game, and you even noted when you were there that Pew, it looked like she was just like her muscle, like her leg muscles were giving her a little bit of trouble. She's been
1: playing some minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. So she's just like maybe country. cramping she or anything been. like that. Yeah, it's not like she hasn't. Yeah,
0: and so <laughs> what Chicago team comes out? Maybe you do rest Pew for 45 again. What does that look like? What yeah. do you do with the midfield? Houston's midfield has been very good this year. Yeah, you know it's it's a lot that of these LBGN different I things. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would expect Houston to play a higher line. That's also been really interesting, too, is I was saying last week, I was like, no, 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 no. Everybody plays like a mid-block against Chicago <laughs> and like hits them on the counter. And yeah. then you saw, OL oh, well, Rain put four on yeah. Chicago's yep. back line. And so people are like figuring out different ways to sort of game and the of too. To it, right? And so I don't know what we're going to see. I All think right. it'll be let a let good game. I'm excited for it, actually.
1: Let me ask you this. It's called transition. Okay. Quick turnaround for Chicago, not necessarily for Houston. Does Chicago need every advantage they could get? Possibly, right. like protein. Yeah. and Another well ethically sourced source. Well, f-
0: well, first Sandra, I want you to give your personal testimonial because you were telling me before we started that you that you delicious. got delicious.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey. hey oh, Sandra. I finally yeah. got my hands. She, she started the athletic, athletic green lifestyle hands on some AG one. Yeah. And let me tell you, put me in
0: coach. Yeah, seventy-five <laughs> high-quality vitamins, <laughs> minerals, whole food source superfoods. Yeah. Pro- Did you hear the way I said foods? foods? That was that was interesting. Probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focused and aging. All the things. It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it costs you less than $3 a day, investing in your health cheaper than your cold brew habit, recommended by professional athletes like Sandra Herrera. Me, number one. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash, let's say bears, go bears. Uh again that's athleticgreens dot com slash C H G O Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional
1: insurance. How about them bears though? How about them bears? We love a we love a Justin Fields. That's right. We love a, a belly slide in the rain. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, we the field that. he's he's a field and Soldier Field is also a field. Yeah. And they one in one. One and, yeah. It's the meld. That's right. It's the meld for sure. Uh look. It uh feels good to to win yeah and uh there's been a lot of that happening (laughs) across chicago and the professional sports team And it's nice that the red stars are a part of that equation as well again this is chicago red stars show so we're not here to you know give too much time to other teams but we got to talk about the opposition yeah when when they come up i want to ask you buddy houston has had pretty strong season yeah they are chasing a little bit of history of their own. They're, they're trying to make their first the playoffs. NWSL play regular yeah. season playoffs for the first time in their franchise history. Yeah, And uh, they bid farewell to what was a franchise player for a long time and yeah. Rachel Daly. And yeah. they've been still getting results. But they're coming into this final month, and they're on a winless streak. They haven't won in three games. Yeah, But, you know, they have been competitive, and they've got a couple of results, a couple of draws that they're coming off of. are are they hitting the wall or do you think they've maybe they're plateauing a little bit at the wrong time
0: you know they got really hot mid-season um and even just sort of statistical underlying uh points underneath the what they were what they were achieving just results wise like everybody remembers that that 4-1 loss to to Houston but then looking at the stats and being like doesn't really look like a 4-1 loss um and so I think they're coming down to earth a little bit Yeah, yeah I think that they're they're coming down to match their underlying stats, but I don't think that their underlying stats are poor, right? So no, no. so no, maybe no, no. they're not a 3-0, a, 4-1 a kind of a dominating team. Maybe not. Maybe that's just sort of a very specific game state. But they're in a position to compete. Like we saw in that Angel City game with Houston last week, which was a tie, Houston did everything except put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. And that feels, again, a little bit like a team – reverting to the mean a little bit, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's not going to be a close competitive game because I do think it's going to be a close competitive game. I
1: do too. Yeah. Which is, you know, I – I no, I wouldn't say this feels like a the game for either of these teams. I do – I think it could be a draw, honestly. I, I, do, yeah. I do feel like it's going to be an important game in both of their seasons yeah. in terms of where they are on the table, going head-to-head, and how they kind of want to measure up each other. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, looking – looking into the the standings again going into this match in particular i mean if if we're also including a team like Angel City in this, where you want to make them as irrelevant as possible down the stretch, yeah, in, in your season, I mean, there's a couple tiebreaker scenarios in, in in play here, yeah, between Houston and Chicago. I mean, they're level on points, they're mm-hmm. they're level on goal differential, mm-hmm. and there's like seven different tiebreakers. I
0: think I think Houston is ahead on goals scored. I think yeah. is what it is. Yeah, all
1: the way down to I think number seven is like a, a literal. Oh I know coin they're tied toss. in that too. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to go down to a coin toss between Chicago yeah. and Houston. Yeah. another thing you want to avoid, right? Yeah. So not only do you want to make that October second game irrelevant, you want to just make it. A, hey, thanks for coming out, fans, and enjoying right. watching us during the 2022 season. You want to make it that kind of game, yep. Right, but you also want to like you're looking at this game and you want to maybe handle some of your tiebreakers, yeah, a, a little bit, you know. Um. So I'm, I'm uh, again, I think um there's some good things, yeah. Um, you know storylines in between in, in between uh, the lines here going into this match against uh, against Houston, and uh, I would like to see them all kind of play out. I mean, I hope we get to come back here and talk about another dub against against uh, against Houston. When you're looking at this match specifically, who do you want to have a bad game for the Dash, mm. and who do you want to have a good game for Chicago?
0: Um, I think that. Okay. First of all, this is like a compliment. I think Jane Campbell has low key had one of her best professional seasons this year. Um, Interesting. You know, she's like not part of the U S conversation right now, which I think is a little bit biased to like past performances. I think she's actually been quite good this year. Mm -hmm. Um, so her, (laughs) I think Jane Campbell. you know, they, they got punished punished in that, in that angel city game for a a miscommunication in the back. And so one of, one of those gifts would, would certainly be nice for Chicago. Um, and they don't do that a lot. So it's yeah. I think that if, you know, that that connection between, you know, Katie Naughton and, and, and Campbell is strong, that makes it very difficult to to yeah. play Houston. Um and player I would like to have a good game for the Red Stars. Let's get Morgan Gatral a half hour. Yeah, baby. Let's get her let's get her. We're ratcheting we're it up. We it. got 15 we're over, it. We got 15 midweek. We let's get her up to 30. Plus.
1: We got 15-ish. Yeah. Let's do 30. Let's
0: do 30. And I just hope she has fun.
1: Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just here for Morgan Gatraw to come on back and yep. say, hey, y'all have been doing great. Yep. And I'm just here to say, keep up the good work. That's right. I don't mind if that's her role. Yeah. For the remainder of the season, quite frankly. Uh, I think, you know, who knows? Knock on wood. Yeah. Maybe that is the X Factor. Mm hmm. That's the X Factor for the Chicago Wrestlers, having a cool, calm, and collected Morgan Gatra coming in off the bench to literally ice out a team yeah uh yeah you, you love to to think about it i love to think about it and that's yeah. something uh what about that, you
0: what do you, who do you want to have a
1: yeah i'm with you 100 i on Gatra. definitely yeah. want to see her continue to build her minutes so mm-hmm. i would imagine that that would be like a like a second half um 60 minute hopefully like a 60 minute something for yeah. this team um i would love for uh ebony salmon to continue to yeah to cool off yeah i would love to continue seeing that a cool cool game from her um and i think if you are looking at maria sanchez i think whoever is starting on that wing has work to do so whoever is starting on the wing against maria sanchez true I want you to have a wonderful game.
0: Yeah, because they switch, don't they? Yes, so they do. yeah, that's that's gonna be difficult. Whoever but, yeah. you are,
1: finding yourself going to go for against your Sanchez, that's who I want to have. I'm just imagining.
0: <laughs> I'm imagining like like BSG just being like, gosh darn it, they switched again. And they switched to like, again, Here I I go. yeah. Yeah, because San- Sanchez and, and Prince like to swap, and they so do. that's how they get you. Yeah, you know? they do. That is yeah. how
1: they get you. Different looks, right? Different yeah. looks, different options. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, look it. We've been saying that uh, we got to do our part to ensure the Red Stars have a good final season. So we're going to keep manifesting good things. We're going to say that we're going to come on back here next week, link up with everybody once more. Oh, yeah. Talk about a Chicago Red Stars dub. Yep. For sure. We're going to keep that good energy going. Uh, Always like to thank everybody towards the end of the episodes for joining us uh, live as always. And just remind you that if you're looking for ways to support the show and the work at CSU, one of the best ways to do that is with the CHGO membership. Mm -hmm. So just know there's a lot of perks. You get access to live shows and podcasts every single day on CHGO. Literally every team in Chicago has got a show here at all CHGO. You get some post-game shows with some of the uh, podcast shows. You get access to premium, quality, Mm -hmm. written content, From my girl, Claire Watkins, at allchgo.com. You also get access to a lot of cool merch, a free T-shirt when you become a member. And another very cool thing you get access to is the members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. Mm -hmm. So, once again, please support us in the show and the work. And sign on up for a CHGO membership. Once you do that, come on back next week and join us to chat all things Chicago Red Stars, baby. Everyone have a good week.